0: This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with StepWork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started.
1: I'm Carl. I'm an addict. This is the Just for Today reading for November the 20th, titled Finding Fulfillment. We weren't oriented toward fulfillment we focused on the emptiness and worthlessness of it all. Basic text, page 86. There were probably hundreds of times in our act of addiction when we wished we could become someone else. We may have wished we could trade places with someone who owned a nice car or had a larger home, a better job or more attractive mate, anything but what we had. So severe was our despair that we could hardly imagine anyone being in worse shape than ourselves. In recovery, we may find we are experiencing a different sort of envy. We may continue to compare our insides with others outsides and feel as though we still don't have enough of anything. We may think everyone from the newest member to the oldest old timer sounds better at meetings than we do. We may think that everyone else must be working a better program because they have a better car, a larger home, more money, and so on. The recovery process experienced through our 12 steps will take us from an attitude of envy and low self-esteem To a place of spiritual fulfillment and deep appreciation for what we do have. We find that we would never willingly trade places with another for what we have discovered within ourselves is priceless. Just for today, there is much to be grateful for in my life. I will cherish the spiritual fulfillment I have found in recovery. Thanks for letting me read.
0: In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our returning guest, AJ D. Welcome back to the Anonymous Podcast, AJ.
2: Good to be here. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, man. Glad you can make it. So AJ, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out?
2: Absolutely. My clean date is August 26, 2013. I'm in the Raleigh area, capital area, and my home group is 10 p.m. Friday nights candlelight recovery.
0: A little candlelight for you. All right. Okay. So AJ, let's transition to just for today. Could you share your thoughts on finding fulfillment
2: i i absolutely can this is uh, a, a such a huge part of of my recovery uh, so uh, to, to start the, the the spiritual aspect of fulfillment um it's often said in the program that what happens the result of the program is something that uh it's almost like a paradox. I was told I couldn't really comprehend how how like the gifts that recovery would give me. So you know, going in, like, why why would I want them if I don't if I don't if I can't even begin to fathom the uh, what they could be? Uh, but that I mean, that's part of the 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 faith aspect of all this, and and being open minded, if you will. And it, it's it's truly beyond my. Uh, my wildest dreams. It's, it sounds a little like like lip service. If I'm reading off a script, it is genuine and totally honest. And it's totally, this is beyond my uh, my wildest dreams. the mm. The problems I have today, it's 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 crazy. The problems I have today are maybe they feel somewhat similar emotionally, but uh, literally. I'm no longer uh, fighting for. I'm no longer fighting for basically uh, just to stay alive on any given day. That, I mean, for starters, you talk about fulfillment. That's I I, I fight different fights today, and it, it'd be it'd be generous to call them fights. Um, mm-hmm. My life isn't as much about fighting as it used to be. It is more about fulfillment than than it ever was before sort of transitioning from the spiritual aspect and the emotional aspect, which this recovery has, or this, uh, this program or recovery has given me more than I can, I, I could literally, like I said, could have possibly imagined. I, uh, the, the literal way I, I grew up was an exercise in finding what I wanted in fulfillment. It is only, out of, out of life and what, what I I would find fulfilling and recovery actually opened my mind. Um, If I, it's amazing. I practiced a little open-mindedness and then recovery took my open-mindedness and showed me like, you know, some, some insider tips and tricks and then bang, all that, that little bit of open-mindedness I invested in the program in the people in the program and listening that blossomed into where now open-mindedness is maybe my favorite aspect of recovery, of, of recovery. Uh, it's, it's, I guess it's sort of a self, the, the word is sort of self-explanatory and what it means in recovery, that, that open-mindedness. But the, I, I now seek fulfillment in in ways that i i couldn't comprehend prior i I grew up in a family not to share too many specific details but i grew up in a family where my my calling so to speak was uh basically predetermined and i never thought about veering uh very far from that path that was set before me, um, and that was that was uh, journalism and and media. Well, uh, I came to Raleigh, North Carolina, and this was these are some realizations I had in recovery with the open mindedness and love I learned uh, to give myself uh, by by receiving it from others in the program who are more than willing to shell it out for what seemed to be no reason at mm. all. Later, uh, you know. But I came to North Carolina State not for anything related to journalism or sports. Sports journalism was my was what I was going into. I came to North Carolina for zoology. Total one hundred and eighty. The only reason I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, is because this was the my favorite, so to speak, zoology school in the country. And uh, you know, it, it, I, I realized that. Uh, you know, I, I I get to do what fulfills me. I get to do what I love, regardless of um, whatever circumstances. I get to try. Let me put it that way. I get to try to do what fulfills me and what the, what brings me what brings me joy. And let me put it this way: the program has has allowed me to pursue those things. Not only has it opened my mind to finding what things fulfill me, but it's also opened me to actually being able to even come close to putting in the effort because I was as, when I was, um, for most of my using, I was very unlikely to hurt any or myself, literally. I was more likely to not do anything to anyone or for anyone. I was most I was more likely to just sit in a place and just be in that place I didn't give uh, I didn't give back um, I, I did I did nothing along those lines um, at all and now despite so every all the things I, I, I've said thus far the one thing that brings me more fulfillment than anything else that fills my spirit is, giving back to others uh not I've got uh I, I have plenty of time I've got a I've got a paper due uh at midnight and I just got a call from someone in the program and and um you know what it, it's like that I got that call I saw it I was like I got some homework to do and then a friend texted me was like hey you know could you give this person a call I was like you know what and I didn't say I have to call this person now. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some me time. I'm going to call this person mm-hmm. because that is me time. That's partially me time because I get to I get to share um, what was literally freely given to me. And you know what? I'll be honest. It is an honor and a privilege that someone thinks highly enough of the, of my character or my recovery right, right. or the way I conduct <laughs> myself or whatever to where they're <laughs> like maybe, maybe I could, this guy might do some good. I don't know. That's
0: Bro, that, I, I feel that, the, that
2: has blown me away.
0: <laughs> Dude, I feel the exact same way. And every time someone, you know, like you said, like it's a text, it's a call or someone asking me to speak or do something like this, or, or if I get this, Hey, so-and-so, you know, said that I should reach out to you. I'm thinking to myself, me, like me, like <laughs> what <laughs> like me like do you know me like do you know the areas i struggle with man like you you know but it, and, and you know what that is man like that's that's addiction man hitting us with hey i'm not good enough hey i don't have anything to offer hey why don't you just stay sick and why don't you do some things man to to keep you sick and you know and and that's the stuff that we got to kick out you know, we got to share about it at a meeting, talking to our sponsor. And I wanted to ask you this, like you were talking about being open-minded and that kind of opening the door to this finding fulfillment. Could you, could you speak to us a little bit about like, when did that first start to happen for you? Um, did you, you know, seven years ago, man, did you, when you got clean, were you suddenly like, Hey, you know, I have this open mind or, or what was that process like for you? <laughs>
2: uh, oh man, Douglas. Yes. Uh, it was like that. I, I- I know every meeting I go to and someone talks about the 12th step and there not being a white light. Uh, there was a white light. I, 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 I'm not kidding. It was white as all get out. And it just flashed in front of me. And you know, what, honestly, the word that came, the word that hit me in this sort of m- moment where I was like, open-mindedness is the way to go. I, I had invested a little bit by staying in the treatment center that, mm. um, that I was in. And one of the, this gentleman t- started talking about maturity, and for some reason, it, it hit me that, you know, um, the counselors and the NA meetings and the people in it who were relating to me and the counselors that were reflecting to me what my life had become and what I was doing, those people, they didn't have to work very hard to make a case, right, that I was an addict, that mm-hmm. a problem that was destroying my life and you know dragging this uh, and dragging this. Tornado on a leash behind me and just destroying houses and children and my family and friends and everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, I had to basically leave treatment, go get go get my um, go get my 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 JD, come back as as like a, an amateur attorney and try to figure out how to make my case that I wasn't a drug addict. I had to work ten million times harder than they did to convince myself I wasn't a drug addict and didn't have a problem than they did. And I was like, you know what? I think life might be easier. uh, I don't know if I just, just a little, just a teeny tiny bit become genuinely open. And it's really the, the word, I can't stress genuinely open, the genuine part, of open-mindedness, because um, unfortunately, and I've been—I've I've been a um, guilty of this—but open-mindedness uh, can be faked, and I've done that before. Um, mm. What I experience now is, in the deepest sense, genuine. But yeah, I—I just—I was looking at two things, and I was like, wow, I have to work my you know what's off to make a case that I'm not an addict, and I don't have a problem, blah blah blah, and that it was like someone just planted a seed of what ended up being hope and it just took roots into my head and it just eradicated a lot of the, the doubt and the fear and stuff like that. And it was just from, uh, having like a, a moment of clarity, so to speak. And then, you know, my higher power reached, reached his hand down as he does, uh, on, on occasion when I get those moments and, uh, I had the courage to grab it this time. And, um, I took that openness and ran. And now that, uh, that pervades every aspect of my life and recovery.
0: Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for that, AJ. And, you know, and I, and I wanted to ask you this too, is, is so we know in, it's in chapter seven, recovery and relapse, it talks about, Hey, you know, we, we try to get fulfilled in so food can't fulfill us, money can't fulfill us and sex can't fulfill us. And we try and, it, you know, and it doesn't fulfill us. Right. And so, um, so, with that as the backdrop, what what are some things, and then we'll wrap it up with one final question. But what what are some things that you find fulfilling in your life today? I know you spoke to, you know, taking that me time and, and answering the the phone when folks call, and and uh, and I'm with you on that, man. Like, you know, pouring out the others that's that, that keeps me tethered to reality. It really does. So, what are some things that you you find? Um, you know, fulfilling with seven, you got seven birthday cakes. Um, you know, you're long in your recovery. So, so what are you doing? What are you finding that's, that's, um, fulfilling for you now?
2: Gluten-free birthday cakes, Douglas. I don't, I don't, okay. Uh, gluten-free. I don't, I don't, Hell yeah, I, man. I, I, All right. I'll mess with enough <laughs> weed, but <laughs> not by choice. That is something that my parents were so generous to give me genetically. So cool. I, uh, the things I find fulfilling, uh, like I said, I came down here for zoology, uh, I don't know if you've heard throughout the area, but I do have a fair amount of pets. Uh, animals bring me amazing <laughs> fulfillment. Outside of giving back to others and, and being a part of the program, which is incredibly fulfilling, uh, be, being being of service, while it can be a pain in the you-know-what very often, um, I, I, I'm proud to be, pride gives me fulfillment. Um, genuine um genuine pride gives me gives me a love for someone i'm proud to be you know, a service hold, to hold a service commitment in my home group i'm proud to sponsor people um uh i'm i'm proud of myself in the fact that i have held to my values enough to where people like we talked about before that people can people see something god help them but they see something in in me that they're like you know what this person works a half decent program and i think i can tolerate them enough to be my sponsor so I, outside of that i, I got um i'm de- let me put it this way douglas i'm down to 20 animals now
0: okay all right well cool man 20 20 animals and no gluten i feel you man all right so <laughs>
2: that's, that's that's how i live all
0: right brother well look look let's wrap the episode up man if you could speak to um our listeners who are just getting clean you know we have um, you know, this is just a platform that people are, are kind of taken to and, and and we got some folk who are new in the program listening uh, speak to them and then uh, and then that's going to wrap the episode up AJ
2: you got it uh, I, I love to joke around I think anyone in my area who knows me assumes that I'm um, understands how, how goofy I am by spending you know just a handful of seconds with me uh, speaking to newcomers, this uh, totally uh, doing and doing a total one hundred and eighty here. This is so deadly serious. It's it's so deadly serious. It's so serious in the sense of it is deadly, and I, I just I I want to stress that. When someone, when a a family member of mine was dying of another mental illness, um, anything the doctor suggested, we would do. Anything at all. There was nothing that was off the table until it was time for hospice and it was just too much suffering for them. We did anything and she did everything that was within her power, that she was capable of doing. Um, and addiction is a disease. It's, it's, it's like any disease. Uh, it requires hospitalization sometimes, just like any disease. Uh, that's just to qualify it as a disease. And it is deadly. And in that, the way I got and stayed clean is I did every you-know-what thing that was suggested of me. And I don't do all of them now, because I've I've done so much work. I'm sorry, I'm tooting my, horn, my own horn a little, bit. I've done so much work to put myself in a position to where I, you know, I, I can do these things. I've I've stacked, I've put those insulation layers all around me, and I've worked my you know what's off to get it there. My point is that I took suggestions, the little ones, the small ones, the big ones I spent. I can't tell you how much time in in treatment just to get this thing right. I spent, I've been to, I can't even tell you how many meetings, I don't think it's worth it. I've done steps, I've done step work, I've I've done service. I did everything, none of it is irrelevant. All the suggestions need to at least be taken into account because there's people in these rooms that have done this you know, there's people in these rooms and they've survived this and uh, the other thing is any addict can find recovery and stay clean anybody
0: thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world stop by the Facebook page fellowship with other guests or send me a text Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless.